0: Why didn't you name your daughter Darla? <laughs> <laughs>
1: When it's over, that's the time I fall in love again.
0: That's a deep cut. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know you that, that you were so uh, fond of, uh, of uh, the S-ray uh, deep cuts. And when Earth goes,
1: goes, goes,
0: goes, and when to shit, go, goes, <laughs> the
1: human goes. race. Will definitely end all the things that I used. to... That's what I was. That's all where I was going Jaden with that. Say, <laughs> all the things that Jaden used to say.
0: All the things that Will talked and talked away. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Got it. Has uh,
1: gone out the will-do. Uh We're we're specifically talking. If I don't know if you read the subtext in that situation, but there's a few things going on. There. A lot I need of to, subtlety. I need to inform you about certain things happening right now at this moment. Number one, I've. Drank more than I my allotted amount starting at 12 8, 12 p.m. today. Witness. Yes. But that's not my fault. It was free drinks. So I blame that. Number two, we are contextually, subtextually, uh in introvertedly. Uh what what are all the ways you can do something? Referring to Will Smith and Jaden Smith because we're doing the movie after earth, because it's 11 of Rotten Tomatoes, and because this is real rotten the podcast, where we watch movies underneath 25%. I'm Nick.
0: And Thank I'm Steven. You. And uh, this is episode number one one five, the After Earth Podcast. Huge for us. The After Earth
1: Podcast. It's continuing the Do you have it? Uh
0: it's a it's a lot of things. It's it's continuing our quarantine special. Yes. Is continuing our love affair slash um, love love to hate M night. Yes. And it's none other than Summer of Sick. <laughs> and this and this That's crosses right. uh, every every box yeah. uh, on the list of, of a Summer of Sick worthy movie, especially based on the fact that we have an illustrious guest with us. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a return uh powerhouse. Return champion.
1: Well known man of the airwaves has hit us Lord the, of the manor in the baby maker in our little rascals, you could say.
0: This is egregious
1: former guest Ted, uh Ted Benz, welcome back on the podcast. Wow, oh, Ted Benz. Hello, hello. Hold on, I had audience. Wow, here. we hear you. You're
2: are are you on the farm, Ted? Yeah. Yep. Never not here, it feels. Uh cherry season just ended. God, thank God. For that. Did it just end? I thought it was just yeah. thriving. Nope, nope. We are sold out. They wiped us out. It's well, it's like locusts. We're in here. That's
0: whack. All right. All right. That happens.
1: Speaking of cherries, Ted, you have popped a cherry recently, or nine months ago, maybe, and now you have a baby. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> yeah, she's top ten baby for sure. Top ten baby. Uh, <laughs> huge fan of Leanne. Wow, Aww, Leanne! Cool. Wow, nice, well, nice, let's uh, get a round of nice applause,
1: applause for Leanne existing in this world, Stephen. Please, can we get a round of yeah, applause? Yeah, I got it. it. Well, wow, it's so great that Leanne's in the world. Ted, welcome to the Father's Day podcast. You are the third father we've had on this podcast, and uh, we are very excited to talk about it with you. We chose a specific—you mo- chose this, actually. Uh, we're doing After Earth, M Night Shyamalan, Will Smith, Jaden Smith. That is you and your daughter, Ted. Edward. Edward and Leanne. Edward and Leanne, you guys need to be training for the next after Earth right now. Do you think you guys could do it?
0: Yeah,
2: but she plays Will's role and I'm jaded.
0: Wow, so she knows more than you and she's mm-hmm. only been born to, uh, uh, less than six months. Yeah, she's real icy
2: and she she tells me she tells me how to do things.
1: Wow. okay, well, it's it's time to play get to Edward and we're going to get to know Edward. Uh, Ted, first question. What's it like being a
2: dad? It's pretty great. Really tiring. I mean, I'm sure this is all well-trodden ground, but, you know, yeah. it's pretty good. I like it. Okay, that's good. Okay, now your second <laughs> Pretty your, good. Here's
1: yeah, your second market, test. Dude. Your second test is me and Steven are each going to give you a a child from the movie situation you have to say how you would father the situation so we uh, will each okay. act like a All famous right, like a famous movie child and you have to say how you would react
0: in that I'm situation i'm not going to act like it but i'm going to spout so, yeah, the say, child yeah say what happens yeah the the child that you have to adopt and or 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 be be donating your dna to is Macaulay Culkin in the good son what are you going to do in that situation
2: i i feel like i'm going out for cigarettes
0: Wow! <laughs> Total abandonment. You're, so you're leaving it to the plot line? <laughs> how know, the plot so is carried so out? Like, just the mom handling you, the psycho. You just
1: you just know how good son goes, so that's why you're doing it. You're uh, you you just you you want this movie to exist with Elijah Wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are you putting
0: Elijah through uh, Wood through all that trauma? It's
2: Just you know, some things you just gotta you gotta know when to bow out. And and there you go.
3: Wow. You know? We have some bad hombres here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh my my baby situation is your baby's best friend is just by chance a scrotum sack looking alien.
3: Wow.
1: E. T. But wow. you're you want to get rid of E. T, but your child refuses to let it happen. How are you gonna handle that situation,
2: Ted? <laughs> I have to be wanting to get rid of E. T because I feel like I'd be on board. With housing. No, no, alien? yeah,
1: no. It's how how do you handle so eat so you're you oh, okay. see E.T. that and then you're like, wh- why is that sack of balls running around? And then it turns yeah. out that it's a cool alien that loves uh Reese's Pieces.
2: How very how are you gonna true. handle this situation? I feel like it's it's me and Leanne just on the farm. E.T. lives in the barn. we we're, we're getting into hijinks. He's somehow helping us grow space fruit that he's brought with him. And and it's like a it's like a buddy cop trio with me, Leanne,
1: and Et. Yeah, it turns into a sitcom. It it goes away from. How so, how are you going to keep her what, out of the public eye? So though? you're signing I mean, off for
0: a career long experience with Nick's idea, and you're going out for cigarettes <laughs> on my idea. All right, I see how it is. I see. I'm it. sorry. See how one
2: it of is. them is like a. Give a second, okay? Why a not anybody give me a goddamn second? And the other one is an alien Rob. Yeah. I, I mean it is a, alien a, wrong. It's
1: basically Alf, but probably it's more regratsy. Yeah. Look. It's like it's like Hey Arnold uh,
0: uh Alf. If you're a type A personality or a type one A personality, <laughs> which I categorize as myself, you're gonna you're gonna sit through that child's experience to the end. If that means being the one that holds his hand or not holding his hand at the edge of the cliff at the end of the movie, then by god but then by golly, you don't you don't deserve the experience.
1: Mark it, dude. I'm not marking it, dude. That's zero, dude, to me. All right, then. Stay tuned later. We're going to go over our top five father-son movies. Top five. Some of the things we've been talking about is, are things going to come up later in the podcast? That's why we call it ATs. Please keep listening or skip ahead, you know, an hour. Yeah. But first, some movie news. Movie news. There's a new Master and Commander coming out, and there's there's no word of involving Bettany and crow and etc.
0: I'm telling you, if it's as good as the first 15 minutes of the, the original master and commander, I'm all in because that's the only part of master and commander I've ever seen. And it's great.
1: I'm going to put, um, ship movies in my all time top five, like genre, You're a big uh, ship movie. guy. I love ship movies. I yeah. gotta say, I love ship movies. I'm big pirates of the Caribbean. You guy. You should watch
0: the terror. I feel like you'd be a big the terror. terror I saw
1: the first episode and I was like, yeah, yeah. that's the terror. They were right. They yeah. didn't really mislead me. Uh, Ted what's, Ted, what's your transportation vehicle of choice for a genre?
2: Uh, no, I enjoy the ocean as well, but I'm like an airship. You know, if you can give me a fantasy airship or like a Zeppelin. Like a Captain, yeah, that's like exactly captain, what
0: captain thinking. of Tomorrow. No, 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 no. I feel like Ted <laughs> would be the personification of uh, the starring, not the starring role, but the star role of the captain of the... Um, Gosh, what's the name of the fucking Zeppelin that exploded? The he- Heidenberg. Heidenberg. No, the Hindenburg. Hindenburg. <laughs> the Hindenburg. Exactly. Ted would be like the 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 captain of the Titanic. Like you see him in a couple couple scenes. Like you know, he's obviously the captain and has probably a good five minutes of, of conversation throughout a three hour movie, but then at the end he, he dies spectacular.
1: No, Ted's also the guy like three days, aka three weeks before just being like, you know the safest way to travel is fucking air balloon, dude. <laughs> Why would you just like, go on balloon? What's
0: the worst thing that could happen to a balloon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A balloon made of hydrogen gas.
1: Yeah, well, um sorry Ted. You're dead. Ted is dead. <laughs> Ted dead. Dead Ted.
2: Better off Ted. You know You
0: know Better they can dock with the uh
2: Eiffel Tower and this the is State no, Building. no,
1: we're not listening to your fake science. We don't know. We don't. You can come on here. We we agreed before the podcast Ted, that you wouldn't spout any of this ridiculous bullshit.
0: <laughs> Ted, you're a father. Now you have to think in reality.
2: <laughs> Back when they were the up and coming mode of travel, the Eiffel Tower and the Empire State Building installed Zeppelin docks at the top. I'm just
0: saying. Look how look how that worked out for them. It says something that
1: the most... Su- oh, the humanity. The most successful Zeppelin of all time is the band Led Zeppelin. <laughs> it's Led they, Zeppelin. And they were on the ground. <laughs> Which
0: okay. is an oxymoron. <laughs> Kyle The, the number uh, two
1: number two Zeppelin of all time is definitely the big O Tyre Is one that takes pictures of during sporting games.
0: Oh the Goodyear blimp. Yeah, the, the, Goodyear, Goodyear, blimp. the Goodyear Blimp. The Big, the big, o, <laughs> o, the
1: big o Zeppelin. Well, That's the perfect knockoff. I uh, went straight for the
0: knockoff knockoff blimp. Please write that down. That is the that is the ne- that is the best next knockoff is uh, is the big O Zeppelin. Have
1: you ever thought about calling it the um circle? The circle tread? blimp and they're like you, are you just describing a tire Circle, <laughs> tread <laughs> yeah. dirigible? Are you, just, are you just describing a tire <laughs> that has nothing to do with just tires in general
0: uh speaking of tired nick there's one more uh movie trope that needs to be yeah we a, got we got death.
1: we got derailed there but we're coming back around to dragon ball z kyle if you are still listening in you the background of this yeah. podcast know that Zack snyder is open to directing a series and franchise With Dragon Ball Z. Could you imagine a more appropriate thing to happen to Kyle in the recent history than Zack Snyder taking over his favorite anime franchise? (laughs) I mean,
0: technically, the rights do belong to uh, Zack uh, Zack Snyder's uh, 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 business daddy, AT&T. They own the rights to uh, American distribution. Okay,
1: Uh, well, he's leaving it up to Kyle right now. If Kyle can respond with his favorite character, which is Mahjong Buu... And he can say mahjong, 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 mahjong. boo! <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a
0: bad character who kills people by defeating them in mahjong.
1: <laughs> if Kyle can give us a big old boo, this won't happen. But if he if he doesn't in the next one second, it will happen.
0: All right, it's not happening. Well, there we That's go. So
1: sorry, Kyle. Uh, Zack Snyder's taking over your favorite series what of what
0: all time. A loser! It's
1: good. I'll go. make sure to edit this episode, ne- So Kyle never even goes go back seconds. to Michael Bay. Here we go. It's time to talk about the movie. Let's get into it. It is After Earth time. We're getting sick. Summer of sick. There's this is an extreme movie in the most literal sense and uh I don't know how to describe it except in this 30 second spot. On June/landed. Two confirmed survivors. This is a class 1 quarantined planet.
3: Everything has evolved to kill humans. Son, do you know where we are? No, sir. This is Earth. After Earth.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's all you needed to know, apparently. That was the big twist. There was no other big twist besides that they're, uh, they're re-inhabiting Earth.
1: Unbelievable stuff. <laughs> we'll get into it, though. I just... Still have a hard time with it.
0: According to Real Rotten uh After Earth, the uh critic percentage is eleven percent with yep. a with a public uh slash audience score of thirty six. Not great. Not great, Cotton. No, but one third is about average, I would say, for our for our uh, thirty six audience wise. Loss. Yeah, a third of audiences agreed that this film was okay. It seems to be the Yeah, third. Quo-
1: a third sounds a lot more like than 36 like if you told me 36 percent of people liked it i'd be like oh nobody liked it but if you're like a third of the people really like that movie and you're
0: like you know that's that's respectable that's when you have to yeah that's when you have to think about it because man a third of the third of people who go to go and watch movies man are really dumb (laughs) (laughs) uh rotten tomatoes critical consensus after earth is a dull ploddingly paced exercise in sentimental sci-fi and the latest setback for director m night uh, and his once promising career Peak peak, sentimental
1: sci-fi. Sentimental sci-fi to a Inter- d- Interstellar has to be peak sentimental we're sci-fi.
0: We're going to get into it, but there's a lot of callbacks to 50s sci-fi in this in this film, uh, especially with their accents, and we're going to get into that.
1: Let's talk about first, before we get into our blurbs, uh, Ted, why this movie? You you brought this movie to right, us. Right. We tried to get you to watch a totally
0: different action. We were trying more, to avoid more this t- movie more like to the plague. Movie. Yeah, uh,
1: this is our second M-Night. Uh, we did... We have not done Last Airbender, I don't think.
0: No, we did The Crappening.
1: We did The, we did give the Happening. did the happening. okay? Why can't anybody give me a goddamn second? The Happening is a good movie we decided on, right? No. Oh, yeah, we hated it. Oh, yeah, okay, it's bad. but it's real bad. The Happening, not that bad of a movie. Uh, um, John
0: Leguizamo saved the film, uh, but you can <laughs> listen to the episode and figure that out. But, Ted,
2: Ted, why After Earth? So, this movie I saw, like, years ago, just, at like, maybe on a plane or something.
0: Would you say 10 years know? ago? sure it, okay. that checks
2: out uh and there's a single scene you might be able to guess which one that really stuck in my brain and i was just like how in the world did this happen like and it it stuck with me for such a long time that when you guys were talking about a father-son movie that was under 25 percent i was like well let me just check check and see if after it's there and it was and then i rewatched it for the second time ever today and and here we are
0: Wow, wow. <laughs> okay. What a what a what a side side windy topsy turvy turn of events to get you uh, to this podcast.
1: Nick. I mean, not truly, but yeah.
0: <laughs> I was being sarcastic there, Nick. Thank you. Well, uh, we're
1: we're we're glad because. Uh, this is, this is has been on our list of we need to get them off our list movies
0: yeah the top three uh, Night Shyamalan movies we've we've cracked uh we've cracked uh, cranked out two two out of three of them
1: it's relevant for two reasons because a we, we got a animal that kills people but through the smell of fear. Right in this movie, so we got a Quiet Place Two reference. Yeah, in there. pretty
0: relevant during the during the cinematic uh cinematic achievement that is a Quiet Place Part Two and Dead Night has number a new one uh, movie for multiple weeks. Uh, exactly. I mean, there's only been four movies in, I mean, in movies, theaters. Movies are back.
1: Movies are back. We all agree. applaud for movies being back.
3: They're the same face. We're
1: excited about. Seeing a movie in theaters one of these days. I I'm pretty close to choosing my movie. Ted, do you have a future movie you're thinking of? Uh, first movie I, back in theaters. I
2: already have tickets. Um, to what? See it in the heights.
1: In the heights. Oh wow! You and Kyle Katsumas. Yeah, we're all those on are board. the two
2: tickets. I, you and Kyle. You know, I think <laughs> that I
1: might do it. I think in the heights might be my first.
0: No, it, I I want it to be quiet. You're gonna Place. do something else. You're gonna see Quiet Place too. I, I want to see Quiet Place soon. Sooner rather than later. Uh, blurbs, Nick, what do you got for us?
1: Will Smith and M. Night Shyamalan, both at the peak of their respective Lost in the Woods career period after Earth is a complete disaster, says Brian
0: Gillen. Uh M. Night shyamalan I just like uh, that he uh,
1: he put them both into a uh, Lost in the Woods career period. Right, right, right. Because this was around the same time as yeah, Into the Woods. Exactly. Well, that's why nice we're, tie-in we're to gonna, a musical. We're going to get into where both these guys were at this exact time. Yeah, and and find out the end of Will Smith's movie career.
0: Wow. Question mark. Um, my uh, my blurb is from Claudia Puig of the USA Today. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She stated, though it's meant to be pulse pounding, After Earth is a lethargic slog. I would have liked it if she said lethargic dog, but slog <laughs> uh, slog is slog is an appropriate word. You didn't have to say lethargic and slog. I feel like it cancels out each other, but you know.
1: No, a slog is a very large uh, slug, actually. I think you're wrong.
0: Oh, uh, it may be in this movie. I, but have not lot, in real life. I have
1: a lot of friends that went to UC uh, Santa Cruz. So, Sound like I mean, we're real winners s- to me. Speaking from a point of reference, hey, it's
0: time for the guest blurb. Ted, did you have to uh, pick a guest blurb? I did not. I'm sorry. Well, good thing we covered it because it's our notable <laughs> critic time. And it's not anybody it. we expected. It's not Roper. It's actually Dana
1: Stevens yeah. from Slate. Uh, she uh, this is even Stevens are our, they our, uh, stated yeah even with his charismatic dad in his earpiece calling the shots Jaden can't turn himself into a movie star by sheer force of will we, there's a lot to talk about Jaden and I meant to get into it, but it actually feels kind of uh wrong to talk about him. There's in, no reason in this to way.
0: I mean there's plenty there's plenty right and wrong with uh with the Smith family, and we just need to leave it at that. No, Jaden's he should come back
1: around for the most part. He's only twenty two years old. Is that unbelievable to he's you? He's okay. a he is a
0: he is a uh non NBA young boy.
1: This is a critical point in his career in that this is the there's last turning point. This is the last movie he does for anybody else. Right. He, he decides after this movie that this is... I don't want to be in the business. That's yeah. why
0: I think at the end he says, I want to go into mom's uh, business and not dad's.
1: You think that's like a metaphor? It actually makes a lot of sense if that is the metaphor.
0: You know the fucking vibes.
1: Okay, okay. Well, we'll get into it. Okay, so it's time for... Time for, time for a fat corner. And now it's time to
0: Nick to the Facts. Nick
1: to the Facts. I love that you can hear my sound bar, uh, my space bar clicking, I me really stopping
0: the uh, the uh, yeah, and your voice over
1: Overlord here. audio. Yeah,
0: go ahead, cut that part out, Kyle.
1: It's time to make the facts. We're gonna say when this movie was released, May thirty first, two thousand thirteen. We had a we had a uh, Cesar Chavez Day movie movie release.
0: Is that when Cesar Chavez Day is? Is is the thirty first? That's of May?
1: March thirty first. You're wrong.
0: I just said May thirty first. Did I, not, did I not just say May thirty? Are you
1: a, are you an idiot? Are you going to talk to me like You're I'm an idiot? <laughs> like I'm the one John that brought Day. that up? Okay, well we're moving on. Rating was PG thirteen. <laughs> it was PG thirteen. Did it come
0: out in May or did it come out March? You want to fight
1: right now? Take a knee, soldier. You take wanna, a knee. You, take a knee. You want to
3: make me? <laughs> oh.
1: We're calming down. We're calming down. Kyle, you can. Okay, here we go. PG thirteen, PG thirteen
0: uh, uh, rating, which is which makes <laughs> sense. It really does make sense.
1: No, they didn't push the PG thirteen. There needed to be three more shits in that weird accent that they did the entire time. Unbelievable. Or a little bit more accent.
0: blood. A little bit more blood.
1: Runtime was an hour and forty minutes. The tagline ten minutes too long. Tagline of this movie was "Danger is real, fear is a choice."
0: He, they're not wrong.
1: Good tagline. They're good, not wrong. Good, Ted, uh, approve or disapprove of that tagline?
0: Highly approve, no, that's, Ted.
1: That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good. I one. think
0: they did a good job there. It's good.
1: Yeah, so so I, I I went more the distance. I went with surviving is the most human thing you can do.
0: Excellent uh, point there, Charles Darwin. I went a, l- a little bit further and just uh, stated the facts: survive against all odds. That's good. It
1: it. it, it the, the one thing about the danger is real the fear is a choice it sets up the the underlying premise of the movie but not the surviving part look
0: if movie. you're if you're showing me like jaden smith in sort of some conflict pose and then like in the background you have will smith like looking on at him and then you have the 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 tagline survive at all costs and then below you have after earth that's a sellable sci-fi movie poster yeah i i would Walk into that,
1: probably, like
0: if like if it's Jaden Smith fighting the baboon, like you're like, okay, I'm buying that movie, <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah,
1: Ted, do you have a tagline that would appear on uh, the poster?
2: yes, so I have two uh the first one is the the classic only thing to fear is fear itself, and thanks Earth, thanks, Roosevelt, it. but the second tagline, and I think the better one is this summer we'll see you after Earth.
0: wow, <laughs> we'll see you first after Earth. <laughs>
1: That reminds me of the friend that's always like, Hey, see you later. None of us see you first. <laughs> and then you're like, Are you following me? <laughs> I'm
0: like, yeah, that's a little weird, bro.
1: <laughs> I always make sure to be like just a little bit stocky in my relationships with my friends. Yeah. In that they don't know if I'm around, but they can assume I am, you know. Anyway, plot keywords of this movie real father and son playing each other. That's the exact wording. Play, okay, each other? Playing each other. Okay. <laughs> okay. Weirdos. Uh, post-apocalypse, father-son team, chick, and race against time. I don't understand the chick portion of that one. I think no, it's...
0: Maybe for the babies that were killed. Yeah. yeah. The nest scene. And then scene. how he was a chick when he saw his <laughs> sister, a sister die. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, to be
2: honest. Dad, do, do you know? I, I'm assuming it's from the nest scene. Like it's the actual like an actual chick.
1: We're gonna talk about it, but keep let's keep that in mind for most memorable scene of this movie. Anyway, the budget was 130 million, and it made 242 worldwide. So probably made its money back in general.
0: Barely turned a profit, which trip? is
1: shocking considering it's 11% movie.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Trivia, Nick, you got your your thing. I'm gonna bring up the 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 uh, the the most minimal thing. So go right ahead.
1: So first of all, this movie was one hundred and thirty <laughs> minutes. It was two hours and ten minutes. I'm glad they cut the half hour. Could you imagine one half hour more of this movie? no
0: no i i i I don't know what they would uh, what else they would include so a lot it, of a lot of uh uh act one stuff, if anything
1: exactly right. It included a lot more of the backstory. there you go. The decline of Earth and the formation of nova prime,
0: which is Direct reference to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I don't know who who borrowed from who, but I'm assuming M. Night borrowed from... Uh from Marvel. The
1: film was vastly re-edited after performing poorly at test screenings and any actors playing Nova Primates were either reduced to extras or cut out entirely.
0: Nova Primates? That's what they're called? <laughs> that was...
1: Oh my that's, That is the sneaky best part of this trivia is that <laughs> there was a whole breed of people cut out of this movie. The Nova, the Nova Primates.
0: Where they're all speaking in weird, <laughs> weird accents.
1: Yeah. So, it's just unbelievable that there was a whole Planet of the Apes, like, vision in this movie and they were completely cut out of it it was m night m night was like i can't film philly philly in this future planet without some uh philly you know philly area residents right. And then they were like
0: we're not in pottsville
1: yeah they're like why are these random uh primates drinking rolling rock right now and, then, and <laughs> then, <laughs> drinking roller rocks <laughs> and pronouncing water weird <laughs> and they're like water water water, <laughs> water. you trying to get to the water and then she's like, uh, what are you talking about? But yeah. So ultimately we're never going to see these because M night doesn't release the stuff that's
0: not in the final trailer. So there yeah, we go. Yeah. Because he eventually disavowed this film along with the last airbender, which, yeah, which, which is. which is apparently lost in time because I really thought we did an episode on that. And that was not the case.
1: If you listen to this podcast over and over and over, can you tell us if we've ever done last airbender? Cause we don't feel like we have, but we might have, and
0: it may be necessary. Maybe
1: necessary. It has been 115 episodes. We can cut ourselves yeah. a bit of a break. My, um,
0: my bit of trivia about this film is that it takes place in the year 3071. So it is technically the 150-year kickoff to when uh, After Earth takes place. So yeah, this is the 150-year 150,
1: 150 anniversary of the future event that's going to happen in the After Earth. So
0: where monkeys hate us and we don't uh, uh, we don't we don't comprehend how to how to pronounce things to each other.
1: We should probably get into it now so that we don't keep talking around it. The uh, who's M. Night Shyamalan directed this movie.
0: Right. Right. M. Night. Who is who? Uh, he, he has he,
1: three movies that are in contention under 25 Rotten Tomatoes. He has like nine, ten movies total. Yes.
0: Yeah. So he's he's kind of 500 for being a director, um, even though he hasn't, quote unquote, directed that much.
1: Who wrote this movie?
0: Gary Witta, Gary, along with M. Knight.
1: I'm out of my wit. its ends right now, but are you Witta's sure end. that there's a man? So it says Gary Witta wrote it. He wrote it with M. Knight.
0: Yes, he wrote the screenplay with M. Night.
1: Okay, what are some other things that Gary Witt has done before we get into the Gary rest of Ritta, it? Who, who Gary, did it?
0: Gary, Gary Witta also wrote the screenplay. Well, too. Gary
1: did Rita these
0: other screenplays. Hey, yeah. hey <laughs> you did it right there. He wrote the Book of Eli, and he also wrote the original story of Rogue One. Uh, so there's a callback to Kyle.
1: Do you think in the Book of Eli, he wrote in the... It must have been like the, the 95th page he wrote... Turns out he's not blind. He wrote that. He wrote that in there. Turns out like, he
0: is blind. That's the twist. Oh,
1: yeah. It turns out he is blind. He yeah.
0: Is blind. That's the whole story is yeah, that the Holy yeah, Bible is a braille.
1: <laughs> Idiot.
3: Um,
1: but, Do you think he's going to write the sequel to Rogue One, Rogue Two? Wow. There is no Rogue Two. If you. If After Rogue you know, Two, back you, to Rogue One and a half.
0: <laughs> back yeah. to the habit. <laughs>
1: We'll talk about uh, Back to Something in the father-son uh, father, father son movies, but uh, sure. notable crew, we got Peter.
0: Say it. Say it with me. Sh- one, one, two, P- one, two, three. Peter shusitsky Peter Shusitsky is a famous <laughs> cinematographer who's a frequent collaborator with the one and only David Cronenberg. So you throw maybe half of David Cronenberg's films uh, out there and- Peter Stasitsky as as probably uh, uh, was a uh, director of photography for
2: almost all of this. God damn, <laughs> it's the dogs. Peter
0: Stasitsky, Shus- also the uh cinematographer for The Empire Strikes Back, as well as Mars Attacks and Red Planet, future contender. Yeah, also, also
1: the one was likely to soil himself. Uh notal- notable actors in this film. There's really three. Three, right? Okay, so Will. S- so, Jaden, number one. Jaden Smith's second biggest starring role of his life.
0: Next to Karate Kid, yeah, which, car- is about, which is about kung fu, not karate.
1: Yep. And then Will Smith, number two here. And then, right. screen-wise time, I think Zoe Kravitz fits number three. She's, she's number three on the list. And then, uh, I only wrote down two people that I recognize. I wrote down uh, David Denman. Who, who is, is David Denman? He is uh, Roy in The Office.
0: He's in this film,
1: and he's also in uh, *Mare of Easttown*. In Town. *Mare of Easttown*, water, water. I don't even remember seeing him. He's, he's okay. one of the marine pilots that scares Jaden before they crash. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, he's, he's in the background of that scene. So, congrats to David that he, uh, he, his yeah. career has evolved. David uh
0: Movie plot: Nick, y- you, you only know how to tell the story.
1: The people were forced to leave Earth after a millennium ago to establish a new home on Nova Prime. Now, Jen. Now, Jen? Now, General. Oh, now, General. Cypher Rage. <laughs> Will Smith.
2: Wow, Cypher Rage, by the way. Will
1: Smith's name in this movie
2: is Cypher Rage? <laughs> Dude, every time they said General Rage, I was like, Nah.
1: <laughs> 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 Okay, now now General Cypher Rages, aka Will Smith, heads Nova Prime's most prominent family. Cypher's. Could have fooled me. Ty- Cypher's teenage son, Katai, which is Jaden Smith, feels enormous pressure to follow in his father's legendary footsteps, to estrange their relationship. And Cypher and Katai set out on a trip to mend their bond. I, I don't know if I would call it that from the start, but yeah, but when their craft crashes on earth's hostile surface each must trust the other greatly or perish future nick on the uh, mini microphone i just want to apologize for that um terrible terrible recap that i uh, i tried to read and could obviously not read we promise to do better
0: wow couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> You're making a scene. It's- I'll
1: fucking kill you right now in front of everybody. I don't it's- care if Ted's even on this podcast. I will jump I'll across the I'll kill you right
0: now in front of everybody. I don't care. That
1: brings me to the number one most ridiculous thing about this movie.
0: Yes, make the scene.
1: Here we go. The technology they had transportation-wise doesn't equal the technology they had weapon-wise.
0: Nothing adds up. Nothing adds up. It was like three different
1: films in one in that they were like, okay, here's here's the world of this one, but then here's where you are in this one, and then here's this other one that we're going to restrict you. Couldn't have
0: said it better myself.
1: Based on the rules. like We're going to enforce all these like totally arbitrary rules and make it so none of this actually makes sense.
2: Can I, e- this, even though can... uh, M. Night's a guy that usually thinks about that. They no, serenity. I disagree because in signs there's aliens that have interstellar space travel and then use poison stingers and fly to a planet where they're allergic to water.
1: Right, right, right. This right. is true. Maybe aliens aren't smart. Is that is that what your reasoning, Ted?
0: I think that's that could be M M Knight's uh, whole spiel is that we're not as no one's as smart as they think they are. No, uh, <laughs> <it's- laughs> <laughs>
2: I think there, there's
1: something to that. There's something to that. Is there one scene is there one scene that sticks out to any of you guys? Tell the truth. Uh, Tell yeah.
0: The truth. Uh, I mean. uh, one scene sticks out to me as the beginning because you <laughs> have You're just like cut off
1: a guest like that? No. Stand down, soldier. <laughs> take, soldier. A take, take a, a knee. knee take a knee, soldier. Take a knee, soldier. Ted, Ted go
2: Ted, go ahead. So go this ahead. is the third the third frost night. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And Jaden Jaden has succumbed to the to the frost and he gets dragged away by his friend, this eagle that he like say didn't even save con
1: his... Cond Eagle. The condor yeah. Eagle. Yeah. yeah, it's Condor
2: Eagle. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, wow, good. This is a nice payoff because like, you know, he's been following him for half the movie and we don't know what's going on with that. And I'm like, okay, he's buried him in this nest and everything's fine. No, he killed himself to save Jaden. Yeah. He just just died yeah. he laid on top of him and died and i was like what in the world
0: <laughs> he made the ultimate sacrifice because uh Jaden allegedly made the ultimate sacrifice by uh fighting off them uh, them ligers uh to to save his brood and it didn't work out and it
1: was the also the opposite of will smith is first what turned him into a ghost the he killed an animal that tried to suffocate him right so it was the opposite. It was rather than suffocating, it was giving life to yeah. by going on top Save of him. So it was a nice, what we call a mirror in the business. Mirror. I want to say the most ridiculous scene of this movie is the scene that we thought that me and Steven, we watched this movie together, thought happened, but actually did not happen in <laughs> that we both misread the ending of this movie right? utterly and completely and thought that Will Smith... That Jaden was Will Smith from the past, and we thought it was a clone. Yeah, we thought Jaden was a clone of Will Smith that he made after. That he his, didn't have self realization after, self-realization. after yes. his daughter died. We thought that he di- that she died, and then she looked at Jaden and said, "Dad," right, which meant that they have the same memories, which meant that they are the same person, which meant that. When Will Smith lost his daughter, he made a son.
0: Something along the lines of that, Something or like that he that. was creating a clone type because his daughter wasn't the same level, and I, I don't know. But it, but there was that was not, not a, what happened. That's though, right? not what happened at all. It was a t- <laughs> it was just a, it was just a boilerplate fa- uh, son rescue father mission that was, uh, that was ever that was ever present apparently, and we didn't know about.
1: So Ted, do you think that's a better movie, the one that we just pitched to you?
2: Oh, where there's a twist where he's a clone at the end? I love it. Yeah. Where
1: he's a clone? Was there a yeah. twist
2: in this movie? Can we talk about
1: that? The only twist is this thing that happens at 25 minutes in when they say, right. we're on Earth.
0: Right. That's yeah. that's the only real plot twist. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's just equipment failure after setback, after setback, after setback, until he finally, you know. There's no twist. It's just a... It's
0: yeah. Just, yeah. Well, like I was saying earlier, this, this seems to be like... A nineteen fifties sci fi movie wherein, like, you're crash landed on the planet, and now you have to survive and get 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 this beacon out to to tell everybody that you're here and you need to be rescued. So the
1: trivia we didn't get to is the thing that I've casually kind of brought up the whole time. Yeah. Will Smith has been an integral part of this movie the whole time in that he came up with the original story. Original idea. He's the original story writer. And he's the one that pitched it to M. Night. And M. Night was probably too scared to pitch a twist to uh, Will Smith. And if he did, Will Smith definitely shut it down. There's no way that Will Smith wasn't in control, the final narrative of this movie. So I think this might be the first M. Night movie that we don't blame on M. Night. Ruining it.
0: You could, you could be right because M Night himself has, he had the has least, ru-
1: he's ruined a lot of movies but this one he went along for the ride and he didn't get out the, on the The good least end of creative
0: it. involvement I could think for M Night would be this film. Besides Airbender. I, I didn't
1: would, get even a sense of M Night this whole movie. Right. Like he has a very specific style and I didn't get even the hint that he was the director of this I movie.
0: I kind of got it with the animal with the animal conflict scenes but that's about it. You know, where where he's like struggling with the animal and then the animal shows up out of nowhere and trying to attack him. Yeah.
1: Tad, do you see do you see this as a M night movie or a Will Smith movie?
2: No, this is definitely a Will Smith movie. Like he's trying to jumpstart his son's career like by any means necessary kind of a thing.
1: It had to have been, sure. I don't know how much Jaden was bought in this movie, but by his acting performance I'll say that he wasn't much bought in. <laughs> I mean God.
0: God damn son of a bitch!
1: I feel bad for Jaden in that he was put in this situation. Um, I think he was still in the in-between. So he, it was 2013, so that means he was 15 years old. Right. 15 is when you're kind of deciding like where you would... You have a sense of what you like to do and what you don't like to do. And probably after this movie, Jaden said, I don't more like to less. do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, more or less. Um... Well, let's get to the good stuff then, Nick. What's what's the what's real good for you in this in this film? The best part of this movie was, honestly, if I may, I like the first act. I like the fir- the setup. I wish they didn't set up the setup, but um, but the setup worked. Like crash landing in the only place that you know because you're in the middle of an asteroid field that you don't know exists, but apparently exists. That was kind of weird. But 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 based on the problematic sense of, like, you're crash landing on a planet that you don't want to be at, and it just so happens to be Earth, is it's pretty
1: neat. Yeah, I'm going to be hypocritical of the thing I just said, which is the story is good, but the screenplay is bad. In that Will Smith's idea was...
0: Probably, the story is good.
1: The Will Smith's idea was the right idea, but then the screenplay was bad, and then he put him and his son in the roles. They, But had it just been like a Will Smith produced movie, and then he got the right person to write it, and then maybe him and somebody else, or maybe two other totally different people starring this movie, it could be a good movie. And the whole reason Will Smith did this is he he was trying to create IP. He thought this was going to end up being like a comic and a series and like a multiple movie franchise. And he was just, (laughs) he was writing this Purely based on that, right? Which is unbelievable that he was actually way ahead in the curve. 2013. That was before. That was like right when Marvel really started getting going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He saw so, he saw the potential so of, a, of, a, of he a, saw, a cinematic like, universe. Yeah, he saw the cinematic universe IP like yeah. revolution happening and tried to get ahead of it. He just like wrote a. He just had a bad idea. You know,
0: it was more or less. It was he. He thought John Krasinski that,
1: is really doing the same sort of thing better. Better with his. Uh, here's the thing. Here's,
0: here's the thing, Nick. He saw the potential of a cinematic universe more so on the lines of of Hunger Games rather than Marvel. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? And then Hunger Games petered out. Big time. Yeah. My biggest argue for real though is the accents in this movie. It's incredible. It's something that you're gonna get to, but why? <laughs> like they don't they don't speak normally in this movie. Did Tad, do you think No, that, there's did, no reason to. Ted, did you think that it sounded like they were speaking normal English.
2: Absolutely not. Like Jaden <laughs> from the very beginning, and then the in the scene where they're inti- the Rangers are intimidating him. Yeah. The guy who was doing that big nice monologue to Jaden had like a weird something about him, especially. Well, originally. he's Nordic.
0: He's from Norway. Was that Tormund Giants? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, uh, it was Game of decided, Thrones. But it didn't, yeah.
2: it didn't feel Nordic. It is something else. Yeah,
1: everybody had these like so perverted uh the best english the, and irish and etc accents
0: the best way to uh, to 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 speak on these accents is it it's a solid mix of a bostonian accent a mid atlantic accent so think of like greta garbo or jane mansfield <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. clark gable talking that way during film and a south african accent so so to me it felt like Will Smith was trying so hard to be a Mid Atlantic Nelson Mandela. I guess is the best way to put it. A universal English accent. It is that hard, is hard that, hard that what
1: a South African accent is? Is actually like kind of a mix of.
0: It's a it, it, Like it's a triangle. No no, 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 no. It's, it's like
1: a triangle of the three white accents it's like the american the english and the australian and then they all connect at the very bottom it's south africa american
0: american influence in regards to cultural pronunciations and things like that but dutch ancestry mixed with uh, with british british education so british education mixed with dutch ancestry mixed with western slash american culture is the Afrikaner accent for sure, without question. So that's where they're going. Diane is the is the epitome <laughs> of that. Like if you listen to Diane this is basically what After Earth. This is how they talk. <laughs> well,
1: I'm anti uh, Wood dying, so yeah, there I'm, di-
0: I'm anti Diane I'm, uh, I'm not afraid to say that.
1: I'm not sure anybody in this movie acted well. I'm going to put that out there.
0: Good point. Um, but who? But who
1: worked? Ted. Did- Ted, who worked for you?
2: Oh. I, I you know bringing back to that same scene I was just talking about, that Nordic actor, I thought he did a nice monologue. He was he was pretty good in this. Um Sure. Okay. I just felt like yeah, that scene he he did he did a he did a great job. And there's only like five actors in this whole movie, so
1: yeah, that was Tormund Giant Spain, right? Yes, that was Tormund.
2: Who who did I the, don't even know what the fuck I'm saying.
1: That really that, that was yeah, that was a un, yeah. unbearded Tormund. Yeah, did what's his, mod- what's the actor's
0: call? name? It's, it's Hofnir, or Hofgier. That's his last name. Is it Diego Kladenhoff? It's definitely not. It's goddamn Christopher Hivju is the <laughs> security chief. Okay. Christopher Hivju. Oh,
1: yeah, there it is. Security chief.
0: But he was great. Um, To me, the trope of the Ursa was the best part of the film. So the Ursa being the big bad creature, the creature the that... one that smells fear. ...was 100,000% 100, 100, against humans... Uh, and it crash lands on the Earth because apparently they were taking it as a training exercise. They were, they were. So the, the rangers were taking it as a training exercise. The ship crashes on Earth. It escapes and then comes to comes to fruition as an actual creature. Jaden Smith has to fight it. Spoiler alert. But he's the, the ultimate bad guy because uh, Jaden Smith realizes that, uh, I guess, creatures on Earth can, uh, can like humans if humans just interact with them. So that, that was the big plot twist, if anything uh but there but there was a good 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 bad guy. We all agree that the worst part of the movie was the accent. We don't have to bring it up any further. Unless you have something else, Nick. Jaden was
1: bad. Jaden's bad in this movie. He's just yeah. he's just a bad actor.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, I think, wouldn't I, I th- wouldn't want to throw it all out there like that, but but you're right.
1: Yeah. You're right. Well, no, I'm this is me shouting out Jaden for being for recognizing that he, and not pursuing this type of acting, this very serious, like he, his dad tried to make him a movie star right. with this movie, right. and I'm glad that he realized that he can't and yeah. doesn't need to be. Doesn't need to be. And now he runs like a soup, uh, very profitable slash like effective. He's a fashion designer, if I'm not mistaken. No, he does a uh, well. Yeah, he's a, he's a philanthropist, mm. which is. Something only like a very rich rich people do, 24 year old can do, of course. But he's 22 at this point, yeah. Yeah. He was 15 during this movie. So, congrats to congrats to Jaden for figuring out. We were worried for him at a small point where he looked extremely skinny and kind of like things weren't going great, but now he he looks normal ish again. He's bisexual, everything's going good. Happy Pride Month, everybody, right? Uh, so we, we are very much big supporters of. Of personal decisions.
0: Of personal decisions community. that have nothing to do with economics.
1: And shout out to Jaden for making a personal decision and not becoming an actor because he was terrible in this movie. Yeah, that's
2: a good point. Ted, who did not work for you in this movie? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Will Smith did not work for me. I feel like you take the best parts of Will Smith out when you make him like an emotionless character. You know? Like... I always think of like Will Smith as like, why don't he love me from Fresh Prince and all that? You know, when you're like, oh, man, I'm I'm like, I can feel the the emotion out of him. And then they just cut every last bit of it out when they make him like this doesn't feel fear robot. I don't mm. know. It didn't work for me.
0: That's so true. That's a good point. I don't think Will Smith is a bankable action hero. Like, he's an action hero. What are you hero. talking about? Of course he's a bankable. <laughs> he, he, he Name in- an action movie where he's where he's lead banana and successful. Independence Day. He's not lead banana <laughs> in that film. It's an ensemble film. Men in Black. He's three, not leading that. Three. He's not leading that. He's leading three. No, he's not. He's an ensemble cast with Josh too. Brolin and and fucking the that guy. The guy from fucking Boardwalk Empire. I don't know. I think And Tommy Lee Jones is in it. It's not a lead movie. He ain't a lead. He no, but action lead. a lead action means
1: you don't have to do the scenes that he was asked to do in this movie. That's really what it was. Is like he could have done the Jaden part of this movie, but he
0: was the supporting role. Yeah,
1: Will, Will could have done the Jaden part of this movie, and Jaden probably could have done the. Will, That's the whole
0: point of the movie. The though. Will
1: part better in that both of them like are he Will's inaccessible to the the non feeling trope, and Jaden is like I'm not giving you nothing like. But that's the whole point this of is, the... This is who you see. It. What you see is what you get. This and I'm is not the stakes the of price. that
0: movie, though. This is the stakes of that movie, is that the the top, top guy is incapacitated is that the word i'm looking for
1: uh there's a different that is technically a word that works right he's
0: unable to do the task that jaden smith can do so that's the whole point have you never seen the bone collector we need to do the bone collector so we can emphasize that that's the point of the whole movie denzel washington is a paraplegic therefore he has to have angelina jolie go and solve the crimes because he's his. she is his eyes and ears on the on the on the ground iRobot.
1: There you go. So that's my... uh, It's not true at all. (laughs) That's my Will Smith movie.
0: It's a bad lead movie. Just like Gemini Man. Just like fucking Wild Wild West. It's all bad. It's all bad. You're wrong. Will Smith makes good movies. He makes good movies, but not as an action lead. He's great as a dramatic lead. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Amazing movie. But what
1: you're just agreeing with Ted and I... The right idea is to let Will Smith feel on screen, and that doesn't happen in this movie. Right.
0: And and typical action movies, the lead does not feel. So, a la Gemini Man, there's no emotional conflict there. Is there, Nick? No. Yes.
1: That movie was terrible.
0: Exactly. Because it's a bad movie. Because it's a bad action movie. Because Will Smith's (laughs) a bad action movie actor. That was one of
1: my uh, last time in theaters, I think, Probably.
0: Probably. Probably terrible,
1: terrible, terrible, terrible. But
0: Will Smith is is only good when he has depth, and then when there's no depth, there's there's no reason to buy into it.
1: Okay, so we agree with you, Ted. Thank you. Uh, You're,
0: that's a great point, Ted. Yeah. Let's
1: let's replace the character with an actor that is also a Muppet.
0: Obviously, the go-to choice is Kermit and Robin as Will and Jayden. And Robin, if you didn't know, Tiny Tim from <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol, he's Kermit's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the dumbest name, by the way, for a frog. His name is Robin.
1: Uh, yeah. Unless it's Ribbon. No, Legs is the dumbest name for a frog. No, it makes the most sense! <laughs> <laughs> it's also what they would get eaten for. Yes. Ted, do you got a uh, Muppet to put
2: in this movie? No, uh, I'm sad to say that I'm not well-versed in Muppetry, um, but I would do Animal for the Ursa, I suppose. Oh, that's
0: okay. a good one. Yeah, yeah that makes that's sense, a good, that choice. Makes sense. good choice. I, yeah, I was I'm about mar- to say step into my office, but you saved yourself. <laughs> I'll, I'll replace an <laughs> animal
1: too. I'll I'll replace those baboons.
0: With all animals? No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: I'll replace the, uh, the condor with Sam the Eagle. So he's talking the whole time oh. that he's flying around after him.
0: Look, this is really the yeah.
1: democratic choice. <laughs> yeah. He's really just like, he's the last bastion of democracy on earth in these like, very future times. And he's trying to spread the gospel. Me and the
0: baboons had so, a conversation.
1: So he's like flying around following people, but he's not trying to attack you. He's really just trying to, trying to tell you that voter suppression is wrong.
0: Stop gerrymandering.
1: More people need to vote. More people need to vote because people need to be heard. That's what he's trying to spread. And then Jayden's just like scared because he's a little baby. I need to draw (laughs)
0: these district lines.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We didn't talk about how uh, how not fearing feeling fear is actually like a genetic disorder. It's called
0: being a sociopath. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) And maybe we the biggest mistake this movie made was when they made Will Smith more human by uh recognizing that his, his when his wife was like, you need to be a father, not a commander. Right. And then Will Smith actually reacted to that. It should have been him being cold the whole time. Yeah. Because he is a cold person. He has no fear. If yeah. you have no fear, that means you almost have no empathy. Yeah. It means you're incapable of feeling anything closely related because to you can't understand feelings.
0: you can't understand someone's uh primal state yeah like even even happiness is like
1: understand. basically out the window for this guy like right. if he had, right. if he didn't he shouldn't have smiled the whole movie he shouldn't have found the whole movie he should have been stasis the whole movie it sure sure it makes it impossible to relate to but also it's what you fucking wrote will smith like yep. get it together yep. like figure it out yep if you're going to make the animal scared that's why uh John Krasinski made it quietness like so you can still s- show emotion in your face mm-hmm. because if if you took away the one thing that is expressive in anybody you're automatically eliminating every body mo- movement of this movie so he I get it so Krasinski's like hey be quiet but also like move around like half of language is body language he understood that yeah yeah that's what this movie didn't really understand.
2: So, you can see so much like emotion in a quiet place and it's just like like the fear when something's getting closer or something, you know, cuz it's just facial.
1: Yeah. And here the whole point is like if he feels fear and his face shows fear, he's fucked. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith, what do we think? Let's okay, everybody grade Will Smith's serious face on 0 to 10. In 10 being the most serious face you've ever seen, 0 being the least serious face you've ever seen. Ted, what do
2: you think? I think he has a range, but at his best in this movie, it's an eight. You thought he
1: got up to eight.
2: The, yeah, the, I, I t- the think... times
1: where he was like dead-eyed, he had a yeah. couple like very close to being dead-eyed scenes. Jayden, but what's Jayden's in dead dead-eyed? <laughs>
2: Jaden's Jayden, yeah. dead-eyed at the end was better.
0: <laughs> so so yeah, I see your point, Ted. He, he, was, he was more extreme in his emotions, but they were just bad. So, so mm. like what's better, him not displaying that many emotions, but still having depth? Or being overly emotional and therefore having zero death because it looked comical. Like I'll go with Will Smith over Jaden Smith all day if it came to that.
2: Oh, I was I was just talking about the dead eyes.
0: Oh well (laughs) Jaden Smith had no dead eyes because they were overly expressive. That's what I'm saying. No, No, at the very end. At the very end.
1: After he (laughs) made the the transition. After he became Uh, when we when we thought that he found that he he was a clone, (laughs) that's what we thought. Right, 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 right.
0: No, Will Smith's better. Yeah, Will Smith's better.
1: I don't know. I think the most serious he looked was maybe a 7. Yeah. I think he looked more serious. But Jaden
0: Smith didn't have a 10 either. That's what I'm saying. It's like neither of them went to to 10.
1: Jaden Smith was... Maybe an 8. I like him as a person. I think that he does a lot of... He's actually handled... Celebrity. He's definitely not the worst human in the world. Oh, a hundred percent. He 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 is somebody that I could actually get behind if they said the right things. I but would have I great conversations like.
0: with the Smith family more so than any other celebrity family. I feel like you, you could you could have the the best conversations with the Smith family over uh, over any of the. Yeah, what are the other families? Like the give me, give me two other ones. Yeah, the Kardashians or the the Carter family or they. Jimmy Carter, <laughs> oh fucking Sean Carter, Beyonce, <laughs> oh okay, Beyonce Knowles Carter, Beyonce. What's Cardinals. what
1: are two other acting families?
0: Uh, the Clooney's, the, um, the Baldwins. Oh, Baldwin's. I'd have way better conversations with the Smiths over the Baldwin's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Kurt Russell, the, the Kurt Russell, Russell family, yeah, the Kurt w- Russell okay, Kurt, w- so he,
1: Kurt Russell, Wyatt Russell, that's a contender. So here we go, here we go. Yeah, fuck Mary, ki- be- fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> The, Ru- the Russell family, the Smith family, and the, the... Kardashians. <laughs> no, we can't put the Kardashians because we all know who we're going to choose in that situation. So kill. we got to go with the sh- the Sheens. Yeah, so it, so it includes Charlie, Martin, uh, em- Emilio. Emilio. There's got to be some other ones involved no, in there. there isn't. Uh, what or no,
0: the- oh, no, no, no. To bring to be relevant, the cages. The cages slash Coppola.
1: Oh, yeah, the Coppolas. The Coppola yeah. family. Okay, yeah. there you go. Fuck, Mary, kill Coppolas. So it involves a lot of them.
0: Sophia, Roman, Francis, Nick. Let's just say those four.
1: Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And then we got your the boys. Smiths. Yeah. Smiths. Jaden, uh, Willow, Jayden, Jayden, Jada. Jada, Willow, and Will. Will. And then you have the... Kurt wow. Russell, Goldie Hawn, Wyatt Russell, and Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, yeah. Okay. So Fuck, Mary, Kill. It's an easy one. Those are make. the three. Stephen, you go first.
0: Yeah, kill the I I don't really care for Francis Ford. You Eric. don't like Sophia? No, really, not into Sophia. The only person I'm really like would be like, all right, it'd be hard to, it'd be a crying kill would be Nick Cage. Uh, you you you, you fuck the Russells, obviously, and then you marry the Smiths because it's an open marriage, so you can fuck whoever you want. Oh, <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow, we didn't even think about that. We Hell didn't think yeah. about that. Playing 3D chess over here, Ted, brothers. Ted, you're up. Ted, you're up.
2: See, just to be contrary, I'm going to swap the Russells and the Coppola's, and we're killing the Russells. You're killing
0: the Russells?
2: It's just me and Nick, as far as the Coppola's go, as far as fucking, and then I'm marrying the Smiths.
0: Yeah, yeah, you marry the Smiths, that's an easy answer.
2: Okay, well, I'm killing
1: the Smiths.
0: Wow, they're they're oh. far, no. I'm just saying Both they're Mr. and Mrs. Smith.
1: They're they're too open. They're too open. I don't want to sit at a red table and on YouTube for everybody to see my problems. Oh, that's the point. I need sick I need privacy in my life. I don't want to deal with that. You know who the most private family is? The Coppola the family. Coppolis, yeah. Nobody knows a fucking thing about those people. Yeah. I marry Sophia because obviously her husband's dead at this point. Stupid, stupid. And then uh, and then I have sex with the Russell family, you know. All of them are They're hot. Pretty. All of them are hot. They're all beautiful, They're all but pretty I, I don't way. I don't know if I want to hang out with
0: any of them, you know. You totally would want to hang out.
1: With Actually, Kurt I would really get along with Wyatt. I think me and Wyatt Russell could be like genuinely good friends.
0: Wyatt Russell seems like the guy that wears uh, linen shirts a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the best way possible
1: recasting couch do you have any uh any ideas any yeah anybody
0: way? anybody so I don't I don't have anybody
1: one other father son I'm gonna go I have one other oh. father son I'm gonna go Tom Hanks Colin Hanks that's a good one in this <laughs> role what do <are> you
0: <laughs> I like it I don't it, hate it it. Get, it
1: gives a new it, it changes the you know the demographic a little bit you know but uh <laughs> speak but what if what if instead of surviving he has to perform a a series of, it's kind of like Scott Pilgrim where he has to beat evil bosses, but they're all like theater kids. He has to, he has to perform a bunch of different plays, Wow, you know? And uh, Tom different... T- Tom is like coaching him through it the whole time. That's kind of my thought. <laughs> or, no, no, no. Here, here it is. Colin has to go through all of Tom's old movies and act him out.
0: I honestly thought you were going to say uh, Denzel and John David. That's a good one. I feel like that's a better. That's it actually a better, makes a lot of sense. It makes and a it lot could more be sense, pretty, especially yeah. for John David, because he's not—he wasn't originally a trained actor.
1: Is that your recast? Is that no, your recast? No, my
0: recast is is not that. It is actually um, a real. Oh God, I just had it. No, it is was, was, was relevant to our conversation that we just had uh, of the Russell family. It's fucking Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson. Goldie Hawn <laughs> as the that. as the overlooker. Exactly, Ted. You were with me. That'd oh, be a great romp, terrible not just a idea. sci-fi idea, but an excellent like, uh, 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 you know, a comedic romp.
1: No, they already tried this. The what was it called? The, the Snatched movie with oh, was uh, Snatched? Amy
0: Schumer. And... It's with Amy Schumer and not Kate Hudson, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Kate Hudson's not even as good as Amy Schumer in acting was. Ted, do you have any other ideas, or is yours as bad as that oh, one? That's hateful.
2: It is as bad as that one. <laughs> um, my my thought was similar to Stevens that we were using one of the families, but it's. Martin Sheen and Emilio Estevez.
0: Yeah, like the way. <laughs> I don't know the way. Have you not I seen the way? Saying, oh, that's that's a Emilio Estevez, uh, Martin Sheen movie. You would like that. It's, it's I haven't actually, seen that either. I'm oh, sorry. you'd love that. You'd will you'll, you'll cry. You'll cry in that movie. So the the premise of the way is uh, uh, Emilio Estevez is like thirty something and he wants to walk the uh, walk the quote unquote way, which is like between Paris, France, and the coast of Spain. And he dies along the way. And Martin Sheen it has to be the da- is the dad. And he goes and completes the way for his kid, like carries his ashes to the to the ocean. It's pretty fucking epic. Really? Sheesh.
1: Sheesh Sheesh. <laughs> uh quotes. The only quote I had in this movie is take a knee. Take a yeah. knee, soldier. Take a knee, soldier.
0: Or uh what was the other one cadet. that I wanted to take a knee, cadet? No, there was another one at the beginning. Uh Kyle, insert this right here.
3: Take a
1: knee, cadet. Outside. Oh, the suit where he talks about the suit.
2: My suit's turned black. I like it, but I think it's something bad.
1: Yeah, I also have Jaden saying anything serious.
0: <laughs> You're wrong. I'm not a coward. You're the coward. I'm not a coward. <laughs> <laughs> there was no, there was a there was a thing at the beginning that um that uh, Will Smith says to a to a leading officer. Who's more likely
1: to do a movie for money? Will Smith or M. Night Shyamalan? Will Smith. Will Smith, for sure, right? Smith. Yeah. Will Smith. Do you think Will Smith came up with this idea and was like, this is the next big thing. I need a hot director. And he was like, M. Night Shyamalan. I've never seen any of your movies, but at, yeah, I've heard he, your I saw three director. of your
0: movies, and they all look great. <laughs> and
1: then M. Night is like, okay, but this isn't my type of movie. Do you want me to like do a rewrite on it? And he's like, no, please play it the way that I said. And he's right. like, well, you know, my movies usually like a twist. And he's like, there is a twist. They're on Earth, which they
0: give away in the first 20 minutes <laughs> of the movie. <laughs>
1: Zoe Kravitz, though, let's give her a honorary performance star.
0: She did as much as she could for the role. It was terrible.
1: It was really bad. But she had to look in the camera the whole time and just, like, say these really ridiculous lines. And also, why did they act like she was... So, at the beginning, you got the sense that she was the soldier promised and that Jaden had to fill her role after she died. Right. And... So you're like, okay, I'm expecting this. Like, maybe that was another dumb twist that they came up with. And Whether you're like, it's his older brother that died, and it's right. a Will Smith's fault, but actually, we don't know whose fault it was. No, and the only thing we know is that Jaden hid so that he wouldn't die too. He wasn't and, even
0: hidden. He was still in his little pod doing doing something.
1: And Will Smith holds it against him that he didn't try to save his sister when he knew when he know.
0: He, he would was, have died. He, yeah, he was incapable. Yeah. So yeah. the the whole no, no chance.
1: Exactly. All the trauma that this movie's built on makes zero fucking sense. Right. It's like right. Will Smith's holding everything against his son even though there was no shot that it was like just random it was just randomness that she died basically you
0: only needed the stakes of them crash landing on a planet where the planet had that was him. all you needed that's you all did, you needed
1: you didn't need any more than that you didn't need yeah. this extra thing that didn't make any sense and sure, actually didn't sure play any role you have
0: the subplot of him not being good enough to be a ranger but sure you don't need you didn't need you, you're right you did not need to include the whole family trauma and family drama
2: yeah
1: T- Ted, what's your what's your take last thoughts
2: oh man uh yeah i i could see myself watching it again which is i don't know what that says about me <laughs> but uh right no i agree. and you know it's something about this sci-fi stuff I, I i can't get enough and and my quote was one that i thought was hilarious was after he had been attacked by the baboons and he would crossed the river mm-hmm. and he's still running and then wills <laughs> is like
3: tired, you are running from nothing
2: you're running from nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah, really,
1: really weird dialogue. In this. Rotten, rottenness thing. Let's go. Okay, here are your three oh, options. Wow. Rotten, new category, new category. Rottenness thing. Directing, writing, or acting. Pick pick what is the most rotten. Go, Steven.
0: I would say writing because without the writing, you wouldn't have the bad acting slash bad directing.
1: Ted, writing, directing, yeah, yeah, acting. You, it's writing.
0: It's got to be, because if you recast it and you still have the same writing, it's still not a good movie. If you replace the director, you still don't have a good movie. Like you could put fucking Spielberg in this role, and it would still be a, a low point of of Spielberg's career, like a like a four. It wouldn't be twenty. It wouldn't be under twenty five. It would be like 45, 50. but it would still be probably spielberg's worst if not one of his i'm gonna go worst. acting i'm gonna go
1: acting yeah. i think that two different actors maybe maybe elevate i
0: don't point. know what actor could save this film unless it was intentionally bad therefore it'd be like christopher walken and fucking david spade or something like that you the know?
1: the trouble is the young part you need right. somebody that kills that young part and then you go from there it just has the uh i yeah. don't know who the right person is but i know that they exist
0: jacob tremblay
1: um <laughs> now it's time for the games portion of the top five.
0: Top five. We're gonna do top five
1: father-son movies.
0: There's a lot more than what we wrote down on the list, but we there's a ton. But but by all means, Ted, uh fill in the blanks where you can. I know I won't because I'm not that intuitive.
1: Uh let's let's each go our five and our four. Five and our four. Um I will start my five. Feel the Dreams. Yeah. And my four is Catch Me If You Can. Two of my favorite movies, both extremely about sons trying to take on the roles of their fathers. And uh, both those are great. It doesn't have to be a father-son movies, Ted. It could also be, as you are, a father-daughter movie. But those are okay. those are my five and my four. Uh, yeah.
2: Ted, you, Ted, what are your five and your four? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I did choose all father-sons. Um, okay. So we're just going to go from there. My number five, I think, is going to be Liar Liar, because I feel like that's, that's a good at one. its core. Yeah. That's great. A very father-son movie. Yeah. And then my number four will also be Catch Me, because I've just seen it so many times, and mm. it's, it's so good.
0: Okay.
1: Always good. It doesn't stop being good. Steven, you're five and your four.
0: My number five is uh is it, it's it's going to be a shout out to the series, but it's the Star Wars series, the the first three films. Uh, mm-hmm. Strictly based on it was the self realization that my dad is not who I think it was to. My dad is so much more than than what I thought he was to. I'm so much more than my than my father, which is like the classic arc of the father son role. If I may, if I may be philosophical. And then my number four would be Big Fish. Uh I think it's the great uh ending story to a father son to a father son story is finding is just having him relay everything you know and, and believe and believe what you want. Good choice, good choice. My number, What's your number three?
1: My number three um It's just so tough. I'm gonna go goofy movie. Goofy movie is my number three. Goofy is my number three.
0: I think we can all agree number three. Yeah, uh, Yeah. yeah, Goofy and Max. Goofy and Max.
1: It it belongs in the middle of the pack because of how good of a father-son story it is. Right, 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 right. This is Father's Day after all.
0: My number two film uh is going to be Pursuit or not Pursuit of Happiness. Sorry, it's Filled of Dreams. It is the uh it is the quintessential yeah, it's the quintessential uh father-son movie. And and in fact that you didn't know that it was a father son movie until about maybe halfway through. Yeah, I like um, that. That's one of the good we parts have the self realization it. that it's oh, actually
1: actually a father daughter movie because him and his daughter. Right,
0: right. It carries it carries forth from uh, from his experience and it translates to his uh, him and his relationship with his daughter. Uh, number two, uh, Ted. What do you got?
2: Uh, my number two is going to be Big Fish. Um, mm. I just love it. It for all the reasons stated before. It's 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 too good.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, I didn't put it on mine because I put it at number one on the last podcast we just oh, okay. did. Okay, yeah, 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 In, oh, okay. a, oh, in other narrator. Otherwise you oh, if anybody it? anybody that knows me knows that Big Fish is in my top ten movies of all right, time. Right, right,
0: right. What's your number one then,
1: Nick? My number two. No, I'm I'm not oh, choosing, you're number I'm, two. I'm not even putting it in my top uh my top five. I'm gonna go um, Honorable um, Mensch? Yeah, it's gonna be my honorable mensch. I'm gonna put Finding Nemo at number two.
0: That's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty yep. good one. I like that. I like that as a good right choice.
1: Right up in my top three Pixar movies for sure. And I'll put it at uh, number two in uh, father, father, son, or child, son movies.
0: Honorable mention, then my number <laughs> one. Uh, Honorable mention for me is going to be. There's
1: happy. a lot of honorable mentions, actually.
0: There really is, because I want to say Back to the Future, but at the same time, it's not really a father son movie. It's more like a, a son trying to exist movie. Yeah. Right? Like,
1: I chose Find Nemo over Lion King, which is yeah. actually also a father son. I movie. mean,
0: that's that's Hamlet, though. So, yeah. you, you know, whatever. Um, honorable mention, though, will have to be because it's. It, it, I mean, it has father in the title. It's The Godfather. No, that's an honorable mention movie because it is. It is the ultimate uh, idea of the son being against who his heritage slash father was uh, versus his actual nature based on his biological self being and raising. Uh, my number one, though, will have to be pursuit of happiness. It's, it's Will S- oh, That is like. You're a, coming back full a circle. coming back first full circle raider. because Will Smith and Jaden Smith uh, dynamic in this film is, is just incomparable it is the it is the father and son movie of like our uh, of our generation if not you know generations before or after us it's 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 how you it's how you vision envision a father's love and, and determination of of you know achieving achieving some sort of dream and semblance of a dream mm-hmm. I respect and it takes that. place in san francisco during the 80s how can you not love that i respect it i respect it
2: yeah. uh ted what's your number one um my number one is an American tale. Wow! Uh, with, with, with my Fievel. Fievel? Yeah, <laughs> it's. I just just for the reunion scene alone, you know, when Dude, they're running t- into I each think other's this arms, the second like
0: time Ted brought up American Tail. Yeah, you're right, classic Ted.
1: <laughs>
2: classic Ted. Wow! <laughs> it's it's, again. I do call my daughter Five. and wow. it's just you know, I don't even care. It's Fucking just so Fievel. good. <laughs> um, <laughs> honorable mention, of course, is a previous entry on the pod, John Q.
0: American yeah, Tale. Oh, Q. wow. John, John Q. Q also. Yeah. What a great father film that we didn't bring up. Uh, we, got wow. a, we got a ton of
1: honorable mentions. I'm going to just take one of my own mentions and put it in number one. Go I ahead. don't give a shit. Right I, ahead. Ahead. I saw this movie in theaters. Fly Away Home.
0: That's a father-daughter movie?
1: It's a father-daughter movie. Jeff
0: Daniels and Anna Paquin?
1: Yep. Wow. <laughs> and they, and yep. they lead those geese into the wild, and it, it's, it's, it's a mother—it's a
0: mother-child movie. So it's, we'll have to it's, count it's, it too. It's
1: it's father-daughter and mother-daughter, M- mother-child,
0: because they're not daughters. Because there's more. There's not just Jeff daughters. Daniels isn't. Isn't his dad Anna Paquin's ducklings are not just daughters, Nick. Okay, well, oh, you're talking about ducks and people. Yes, like, you're, you're getting down daughter, there. You're daughter, getting daughter down child in the muck. Okay, I, I yes, get it. I get yes. it. I get yes. I get I'm it, trying it, to it. resonate with you, you, you beastie. beast. I mean, that's, I was
1: just. I was just going right on the surface. Right, I uh, uh, honorable mentions: The Godfather, of course. Uh, there will be blood. Uh, yeah, I guess. Leave no trace. That's uh,
0: more of like the bad version of Quiet of, of Place. Father. Quiet
1: Place uh, is yeah. also one. Um,
0: uh, Gal- Gal- Galaxy of the Guardians
1: Part Two, Back to the Future, as you said, and right. uh, uh, Onward, the Pixar movie. Uh, Ted, do you have any other honorable mentions?
2: The uh, Good Dinosaur. The <laughs> Good Dinosaur. No, not that I can pick off offhand.
1: Now it's time for the games portion of the evening. We're going to do. Give me the sequel, prequel, slash reboot. So you get to pick one of those things. We get, we either reboot it, sequel it, or prequel it, and. Uh, We'll get a second to think, and then whoever volunteers first goes for it.
0: yeah, I got the prequel okay, go so the prequel goes it is five hundred years after the the earth falls apart, and Nova Prime takes hold on civilization what what makes the culture of Nova Prime work is that they went on a quote unquote suicide mission to retrieve any sort of western. Slash Eastern cultural uh, heritage artifacts that would help them progress uh, the the humans as a people slash understand their history and so they grab the most necessary documents slash media from um, from you know pre disruptive society and the only quote unquote video files that they could have or audio files that they would have is everything from like eighteen eighty to 1960, so that's why they're speaking in a weird mid-Atlantic accent, (laughs) that's why they're speaking in a Bostonian accent, because all they know is Greta Garbo and and Clark Gable, Humphrey Bogart, Jane Seymour, not Jane
1: Seymour. Yeah, just erase any progress that has ever happened. Just make everything
0: very misogynistic, (laughs) very uh, homologous. Like the
1: odd couple is like uh, the best. It's edgy. I
0: love Lucy is edgy for that. That's why it was so weird for Will Smith to lose his daughter because she was being a non-female version
1: okay Ted you you gotta you, you can choose sequel or reboot sequel.
2: sequel I got the sequel okay go yeah. for it um okay so this is after uh what is it Cypher Rage General Cypher Rage has passed on <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and and Jaden uh, I forget his name Taita or something like that is working with his mother the turbine detector. yeah there you go Ty Rage uh He's he's already you know he's moved on from the military. He's working in the turbine, which I what what they mentioned is her work, and uh, and they need someone to train the new ghosts. And the only one besides Cipher who's successfully gotten to that level of ghosts is is Jaden. And so he lives off and in an, I'm assuming some abandoned shack on. Nova Prime and it's like we need you to come out of retirement to train the new the new core wow. of of ghosts.
0: Oh, so it's Firebirds but starring Jaden and Jane, Jane Smith. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah,
1: we get that. We like that a lot. I'm big into that. Yeah. So I got Reboot which is pretty easy. I mean you don't have another choice except the Culkin brothers. Wow. Kit Kieran and Rory McCauley because he's... And
0: Macaulay out of retirement Macaulay's,
1: zone? he's got the most age to him. Mm. So I think it makes the most sense okay. to, to make him the oldest brother. You don't make him father or son. Because that, that was really the most unbelievable part of it, is like how they force that on you. Okay. Make it brothers. Okay. Three brothers. Okay. Put all the Colkins in it. Got it. And then they have to survive.
0: Okay. So, of, of course, one of them dies. So, but the other two are fine. So, it's the Darjeeling Limited 2 after Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. They're on a, they're on, it's the Darjeeling Limited meets Snow meets after Earth. They're on a perpetual train during post apocalypse, and one of them has to bring civilization back. And God forbid it's, it's, a uh, it's Owen Wilson. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. That's, uh,
1: uh, I mean, backup, backup auction, of, of course, is, uh, <laughs> Daniel Craig and Craig Robinson. Wow. Make it a com- make it a comedy, but a funny com- like a spy After comedy. Craig's. Yeah. After have have Craig Robinson be the uh the one that has to go on the journey. So right. he's just like he's the comedy portion, he's just going the whole time. And then you have Daniel Craig acting as like the serious one but in his british and he can he can nail that accent because he loves weird accents right. so he'll just do it the whole time.
0: Theo Craig should just reprise his role from Logan Lucky. Exactly.
1: So yeah. he just does that and Craig Robinson is just the comedic relief the entire time and then they end up working it out, you know.
0: I may have to rewatch Logan Lucky because you said that. I love Logan
1: Lucky. Good, Good movies. movie. Steven Soderbergh movie, new movies coming up. Final <laughs> thoughts. Is this movie better than The Big Green Ted? Absolutely not. Okay, there we go. Yeah, definitely not. This movie was bad. This This movie movie, was bad. Let's talk about it. This movie was bad. There wasn't a thing that happened in the first hour of this movie that caught my attention. Right. Maybe not one thing. Like, the the best part of this movie was the summer of sick part of this movie, the wingsuit part. The wingsuit part was the most captivating part of this movie, without a doubt. It wasn't even close. Right? Right. They, they set up this movie spoiling other parts of this movie with, like, the first five minutes of it. The first five minutes, they a- show you a ton of shit that's already happening, and then they're like, let's go back, and then you have to watch them again. Who does that? It was Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm having a fly experience here. No, we weren't having a fly experience. We were wingsuiting in. But you're right, that is fly experience. You're right. <laughs> Summer of Sick.
0: Summer of Sick. <laughs> uh, Ted, uh, any final thoughts?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like the first 45 to an hour, uh, I was just like, this movie is kind of sad and, and it's getting worse and worse. And I'm not really, I, I don't know why I enjoyed it the first time, uh, you, you know, I, and, and looking back I give me, give me six months and I'll look back on this one and be like, you know what, <laughs> After Earth isn't so bad. I enjoyed it when I watched it. It's this weird thing I have, especially with sci-fi, is I can I can justify it in my head. I can rewrite it over time, and and I'll I'll come around again, and and I'll be like, you know, afterward, it, it doesn't deserve that eleven percent.
1: Okay, what's the uh, what's the one piece of advice you would take from this movie and apply it to your own fatherhood? So oh, how awesome. how Will Smith took this and Great and uh, taught Jaden. How would you? What's Great one question. thing you would take?
2: Okay, so say say Leanne's like stressed out about finals. Right? She's eighteen. Okay. And uh wow. and she's she's just she's just losing control. Okay. First thing I'm telling her is I know to take going. a knee. Yep, exactly. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'll just take take that knee wow. and, and collect yourself. Be present in the moment.
3: <laughs> You're scum between my toes. Uh
1: she she couldn't even get mad at you because that's technically a very respectful thing to do sure. and a good way to, to, to center oneself. Sure
2: why not. Sure why not. But <laughs> but I'll have already shown her. After Earth. After Earth, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. from this movie.
1: <laughs> okay, Ted. Uh, second, second fatherhood question: What age will you show Leanne a PG-13 movie? How Ooh. how old will she Slash be? Flash
0: rated R because yeah, yeah. I no, like
1: a soft soft R, soft R, soft
0: hard, R, like a Jackie Chan
1: movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soft R.
0: Oh, like like seven. Ooh, that's like a good choice. Yeah,
2: I seven. Yeah, I'm I'm down like, with that. It's so like Jaws. I saw it. I saw it earlier, and it didn't. Well, it may have, but I don't think it messed me up so bad. And and seven seems
0: right. Oh, you saw seven at seven. Okay, oh, the movie. The movie seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. the first rated R no. movie you show is <laughs> seven.
2: <laughs> no, but like, okay, like what's saw, in the box?
1: Uh, seven years old. What's yeah. in The <laughs> box,
0: Leanne. You, you could do
1: you could do a soft a soft R up uh, from seven to ten. You could maybe get away with a couple soft R's. A couple Steven Seagals, I- a couple JCVDs, uh, some Spielberg R's. Yeah, some some work. Munich, you some know. Munich
0: action. You'll be all right. <laughs> Little Schindler's list never hurt nobody at I uh, re- re-rated it. It had
1: 11%. What's its new percentage?
0: Uh, uh 7%. 7. <laughs> okay. Ted, what are you re-rating it? Uh
2: well, I'll just I'll I'll drop it down to an even 10.
1: Yeah, that's fine. even 10. That's fine. That's fine. I'll go I'll go Uh, I mean, I was going to say 10 10 10.
0: There was a song uh, made for the film by the by a South Korean singer. Do you remember? Do you remember seeing about that South Korean?
1: No, we didn't even really get into the actual history of this movie, which is kind of ridiculous. That Will Smith came up with an idea for a movie to escalate his son into superstardom, and found M Night Shyamalan, who had all these opinions on the movie that actually ended up one of the first times that his like opinion didn't make it all the way through the movie. It was probably the only time that a M night movie, ex- because he, he did this movie and then did last airbender after it. Right. So he, yes. he took his, he was like,
0: no, he did uh last airbender then this. He did. Yes.
3: Oh
1: God. Ted, can we talk about how much on our shitless M night Shyamalan is for ruining last airbender as a movie series. Did you see that movie? Did and we talk about this?
2: Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Once, I don't know. We may have, but if you guys are going to, if you go back through the annals and realize you haven't done it, I'd be happy to just come and rage for like hours about it with you guys. It's, just, it's a tragedy and a travesty. <laughs> Ted, I saw that with you. You guys saw that together. You saw it with. <laughs> there you. he is! Wow, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs>
1: there's right. Kyle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Je- you, Jessica, and I all went to see it in Chico. Last Airbender. Oh, I, I've like seriously blocked it out of my brain, like. One of the, <laughs> one, of the
0: money, worst, see that one of the worst movies. One of the worst
1: movies I've ever seen, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. Um
0: yeah,
1: all right. Kyle because, wanted us to mention that Zack Snyder is has uh, good hands when handling the Dragon Ball Z yeah, franchise. Excellent hands. Excellent hands no. like no. Julio Jones.
0: No. Uh no. what's your blurb, Nick?
1: My blurb is uh after wait till this movie comes out after Earth is
0: gone man that was exactly what i was gonna wait say to him. watch this movie yeah. until after. wait until, earth wait until this movie <laughs> wait to wait to watch this movie until after earth ends yeah uh ted what's what's your what's your blip
2: just when you think it's time to rewatch it again take a, and take, take a <laughs> knee
0: and have self presence of mind um so so thank you ted for being on the podcast please join in uh please join in please tune
1: in next time do you have any uh real recommendations
0: uh please yeah
2: yeah uh, uh, real recommendations?
0: Yeah, uh, what's your real recommendation, Ted?
2: Okay. Um A Signal Shattered and A Signal to Noise. It's two books by Eric Nyland. They're sci-fi. They're great. You should read them.
0: Repeat that, please.
2: Uh, A Signal to Noise and A Signal Shattered by Eric Nyland. Gotcha. Sci-fi
0: books. Gotcha. Nick, what do you recommend?
1: I'm recommending... Mayor of Town.
0: Wow. We haven't,
1: nobody said it on the pod yet, right? No, I
0: don't think we did Okay, there week.
1: we go. That's water, water, water. If you want to, Kate Winslet had no idea this was in a range, to be honest.
0: And it was excellent range. Really great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my real recommendation is the one and only Sweet Tooth, the new Netflix uh, fantasy show. Sweet uh, Tooth,
1: the hybrid
0: animals, yeah. people. Which Nick is all about, which I'm surprised he didn't recommend.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, me and Ted, Ted, we have a future screenplay coming out about this, right?
2: This is true. It's been in the works for years now.
1: Yeah, we are, we just hit the 10-year anniversary of this idea. So keep your peepers peeled, everybody.
0: Keep your ears peeled. <laughs> we,
1: we still don't have an outline or a general idea, but we're going to make this happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Sure. The way to leave everybody uh this, awaiting.
1: Yeah, there we go. That's for the we're, plot line. We're, gonna, we're gonna get That's the people just, interested. That's this how has you do been it.
0: this has been real rotten. This has been uh episode one one
1: hundred and fifty
0: five about after earth. Once again, thank you to Ted. Happy thank, Father's Day, thank Father's Ted. You to Congratulations. Nick. So, Happy Father's Day good. to one and all. Thank you, sir. Enjoy yourselves, enjoy one another, keep it real.
1: As my dad always says, a chip in a putt away from You know, something.
0: Yeah, stay rotten, folks.